Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek, a sixth generation shaman and best-selling author of Spirit Hacking, bridges the gap between science and spirituality and brings us back to our roots. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders, to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. The time has come to end codependency and put the power back into people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. What is the shaman school? No. You're not going to be studying to pursue a career in shamanism or to bang a drum. The definition of shamanism is one who understands relationship. The shaman school offering reminds you how to have a better relationship with things and how to nurture these relationships, whether it be with yourself, the food you eat, the people you meet, your ancestry, community, the global community, animals, nature, and so forth. My goal is to demystify spirituality, to add a bit of science and understanding of how things operate in the energetic planes. The Shaman School's no-nonsense teaching explores all faculties of experience, from the physical, the emotional range, the mental capacity for information, dialogue, lexicon, energy, perception, awareness, how to understand the energy of currency, and so much more. Fundamental education teaches the basics that we need in society. How to read, write, add, subtract, pay our bills, or how to become doctors, artists, mechanics, etc. But the Shaman School is a school that we all should have been a part of. One that offers the additional tools needed to better understand who we are, why we think the way we do, what's going on behind the scenes, and what we are actually seeing and processing. Are you living well? Are you paying bills just to keep the roof over your head? Are you in a relationship but not fulfilled? Satisfaction cannot be lowered anymore by the inability to recognize possibility. Living well means fulfilling your ideas and your goals and your dreams and having the best time doing it. In the Shaman School, I've extracted the best from all of the world philosophies, religions, spiritual teachings, and theories, offering a juice without pulp that will empower your life. The Shaman School invites you to a world where you're able to seize the tools of understanding, where you're able to have fun and have more because you deserve more. Go to shamandurek.com and click on The Shaman School for the first step toward ultimate happiness and an understanding of your truest self. Let's make things easier and not harder for our life. We deserve that. See you soon. Hey Tribe, so the Tribe wants to hear from you, and I know a lot of you are talented out there in music and poetry and recipes and ideas and just, you know, things that you want to share with the Tribe. You can send that information to info at shamandurek.com and share your gifts with the Tribe. Love you all and stay lit. Hey Tribe, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our amazing sponsors who is Lit Verified. The Lit Verified store is open. But what does Lit Verified mean? Lit Verified is an acknowledgement and stamp of approval by the tribe. I have tried each of these products and they are the best. Lit Verified products vary from beauty, technology, clothing, food, health, and wellness, and anything that is ethically sourced, organic, maintained, and sustainable. Not every product offered to the team passes the Lit Verified test. No, not at all. Every Lit Verified product is carefully researched. Every CEO has been met with. Every ingredient carefully looked into the process production of all of it. I have seen the impact these vendors are making. Their vision and ethics are aligned with our tribe, with people who are consciously supporting community and want to make a difference in our world and make it a better place for us. Lit Verified products are ethically sourced and meet the highest industry standards. When purchasing Lit Verified products, we give back by creating sustainability and by leading the world to make better choices. 
you can be confident that you're buying into a company that supports a vision for change, not just a company that wants to line their pockets with money. We live in a time where we are oversaturated by commercials, TV, and social media, where far too many celebrities and influencers are endorsing things they know nothing about and things they might be doing damage to people, to the earth, and to animals. With Lit Verified, we've taken that doubt out of the equation. You're not only getting the best, but you're also doing the best. Pick up your awesome Lit Verified items at shamandurek.com and click on the link that takes you to Lit Verified. Love well, tribe. All right, tribe. Time to hear from our special guest. Hey, everyone. It's Shaman Durek, and we're here with Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. As you know, I'm always looking for powerful leaders in the world who are creating change in the world, who are inspiring people. And one of the things that I always look for is to see what women are doing in that field, because we don't give enough time and love and energy to letting our women shine and showing the women out there who are standing on the front line creating change. And I'm just really excited that I've been able to get so many powerful women on the podcast as, as lately and continuing to look for inspiring people. And one of those inspiring people is this powerful woman by the name of Ting Ting Guan. And she has been in movement and wellness industry for over two decades. Her passion is sharing the techniques and knowledge learned through the years to helping others move better, breathe better, and feel better. She loves to help people rediscover a new respect for their bodies, to gain confidence, and of course, like we always love, to empower the spirit. We welcome Ting Ting into studio today. Welcome, Ting Ting. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you here. So I really want to dive in into, you know, this passion of yours, right? Like what, what led you to develop this new movement technique? I have your book here. It's called Cultivating Life Force Energy with Guan Jing Method. And I really want to get into um, exactly what that represents and why is it necessary for us as human beings to, to get, you know, that as a part of our health and wellness um, routine. So first, I just want to understand, tell me more about you and how you became who you are. Yes, yes. You know, it's been quite a journey um, without going super deep into the details, um, just starting with my childhood growing up, you know, both my parents were in poverty in China. Um, and so the way that they lived their life and the way that they um, brought me up was always sort of in scarcity and fear, never enough, like always saving. Um, a lot of um, issues with my self-worth had come up, developed and come up through that. And, you know, not understanding the energetics of my own body and realizing how much fear I was holding within my body growing up until my mid-20s when I finally discovered yoga. And I like many people, I'm sure listening to this podcast, so many of us have discovered a way of releasing stress and tension and also deepening our connection to ourselves through that pathway, which led me to facilitating yoga teacher trainings in Bali, Indonesia, which I am currently now located at. And I started my own retreat center out here, meditation retreat center. And so my identity and my ego was very wrapped around, I am a yoga teacher, I'm a yoga facilitator, and I teach people how to become successful um, yoga teachers. Uh -huh. And so when I moved to Los Angeles, um, the pathways for yoga all of a sudden just stopped. It was as if, it was crazy because it was just flooding and flowing so well. And I thought, oh, I'll just translate this over to LA. And the universe was telling me, this isn't your path anymore. You've learned so much. You've gained a lot of knowledge. You've understood energy, how to move the body, anatomy, all these different um, qualities. And I was like, all right, well, nothing's happening. The, of course, being in LA, the bank account just keeps going down, 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 down very quickly. And I started getting this mounting amount of stress and tension and anxiety going, oh my God, I have only $500 to my name. Okay, like, you know what? I'm just going to try waitressing tables. And none of the restaurants would hire me. And I said, oh my God, no one's going to hire me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't even wait tables here. And that led me to all of this time. And as 
I felt like I was going through, you know, a shamanic ceremony, but it was just happening to me in real life. And as I had all this time, I sat on this deck and I live in Topanga Canyon, overlooking these beautiful ancient oak trees. And this tension was just like a, and like just something was coming out and I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't want to see, I didn't want to practice yoga anymore. I didn't want to meditate anymore. And out of nowhere, this movement started coming through me that I've never done before. I closed my eyes and I went into this other space. And after I finished, I felt a lot more trust, a lot more grounded, a lot more expansive. And I knew that everything was in divine timing. And so I started to continue this practice, which I didn't really realize what I was doing in the public places like the park or at the beach. And every time I finished, because I always close my eyes, every time I finished, I opened my eyes and there was always a crowd of people around me from all ages, elderly to children being like, wow, what is that? What are you doing? That looks so cool and fun. Like, is this yoga? Is this Qigong? Is this Tai Chi? What is it? And I just sat there going, I have no idea what I'm doing, you know? And so um, I realized, you know, that happened enough times. It happened every single time. To the point where I thought, you know what, this is a clear sign that I am meant to share this and right. how I'm meant to share this, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so I decided to just film myself and see what I was doing. And I, when I filmed myself, I said, oh, I see this energy current going this way. And I'm seeing that things are being pulled out from the root going this way. And I was realizing there were energetic patterns of movement. Um, and so I call these energetic patterns, basic form movements, and each form can be linked to the next form to create a fluid flow of energy. Um, and so slowly, that's how Guanjing was developed. And here we are today. So let me get this straight, because I really want to go into this, because this is a really beautiful story. You channeled this information into your being um, and then and then integrated it into your body and then allowed yourself to do it without getting in the way mentally of going like, what are you doing? This is crazy. Like how, what, what, like, what is this? Right. And that's really huge because that's a very shamanic way of doing things. Right. Because in shamanism, the spirits are always bringing in new energies, new techniques, new experiences, and shamans have to be ready, available to receive the information and then act out the, and then, then do the information that's being sent to them without question. And that's exactly what you did. So that's really powerful, by the way. And since you've been doing this, how has it been for you when, when sharing it with other people? Mm, you know, there was definitely a, there was definitely a moment where in my, in just my own like self-worth, it was like, who am I to start this new movement form? Like who, like, who am I? You know, I, I never took a dance class. I've never took a Qigong class, Tai Chi class, never taken one. And, you know, it was just like, do I have the right to be able to share something like this with other people? And what will this bring up in other people? Because I knew that within myself, it got me so much more, it gave me so much more trust in being with myself and mm -hmm. trusting my energy and then understanding and learning like, oh, what is it? How is energy moving through me? What is coming up? And, and, you know, energy can neither be transformed or destroyed or created, right? It can only be transformed. That's so right. I knew that I was transforming all of my suffering and pain into something useful, into empowerment, into vitality, into life force energy. And so I, I sat with it and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I am going to do, do this because this is, I, I, I want to trust and it's telling me, everything is telling me to trust. So I will. And when I started to share it a little bit on my Instagram or here and there, you know, still kind of timid, people were like, oh, that's so cool. Can I, can I take a class? What is, when's your next class? And I said, oh, wow. Okay. People are interested. Um, and as I decided to share this, you know, it was really beautiful. The feedback I got from people. Um, so many people said how it just allowed them to come for women. It allowed them to come into a safe space to um, explore their femininity, to explore feminine movements. And I have a lot of men coming to me and 
They just wanted to understand the energy. And so it grounded them. I had a lot of men who were more airy and flighty and it, they said it really grounded them and it gave them stability and it gave them um, something to help with all of the different um, thoughts in their mind. So it just directed their mind into something helpful and useful, which is where mm-hmm. the currents of energy moving and how they're moving in the body. Um, and, you know, I had someone who just recently was trying to birth um, a business and she said she was stuck for over four years. And she said, oh my God, after taking your immersion, everything just started flowing a relationship with her father healed. And she's like, but that's what I, that was the intention she was putting into her movement. So many different uh, ways of, of, of being able to heal through the movement patterns. So, you know, in shamanism, movement is activation of energy, right? It's an activation of spirit. And when you activate spirit, then you merge with spirit. And then spirit then begins to open up your energies for whatever it is that you're moving for or whatever your body needs to move for in order to act to open up more deeper doorways of energy within your system, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of an unlocking of energies or dialing in different energies and then making a phone call with your body right? Mm -hmm. So you're sending out that wave of information to the rest of the world. And then those who are able to pick up on it will receive it. And those who aren't cannot, you know, and it's, it's also interesting too, because you had mentioned about the feminine women wanting to play with their feminine movements, but in truth, the feminine movements and the masculine movements are in sync with each other through that process, right? So I, I love how you're, you took something without questioning it and beating it up and ripping it down and trying to make it this bad thing that a lot of people do when they come upon things from the unknown and you decided to own it. And by owning it, you allowed yourself to start experimenting with it. And that is a real path of a spiritual person, of a, of a spiritual leader as I would say, because a spiritual leader has the capacity to perceive information from the spirit world. And instead of analyzing it, analyzing it, analyzing it, they're actually bringing it to purpose, bringing it to life, breathing into it, into life. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, you know, and we're talking about the movements that are designed to transform tension and, and heavy emotions. Um, what have you been noticing in regards to these movements? And like, what was the purpose of you, um, you know, writing a book and, and, and bringing that out? Uh, well, firstly, you know, the book, uh, so, so many different things, aspects to, to touch upon. Um, for, well, first, when I was experimenting and realizing, oh, wow, this is, these movements are really powerful. I did want to get into the, well, why? Like, how can I ground it so that I can meet people where they are and they can understand it? because I could understand it in this very ethereal way, but it needed to be brought down. And the book was one really great way of doing that. Um, And so I started to study Chinese medicine and all the knowledge I learned from yoga and I was, and also science because I wanted to create a whole, a total balanced perspective of how this energy is working. And so one of the most fascinating things, right, is like, we are all electric beings in terms of science we have a electric charge each of our organs have an electric charge yeah and that charge the greatest charge is in the heart space which is a hundred times greater than that of our brain and yes, it, has, it has even more dendrites exactly uh, yeah. yes exactly and so when we think about that and we think about spirituality and a lot of eastern beliefs is the heart is the seat of the soul. It is the place of transformation. It is the meeting point, point between heaven and earth. And all of the transformation happens in this space. And so a lot of the movements I developed move through the heart. You're imagining the darkest, densest things moving up, breathing it up, letting be transformed by the heart, moving it up the spine, out through the top of the head, holding it, charging it with the light of the sun. And then exhale, the energy of the breath paints out through the fingertips, painting this toroidal field, because actually the heart's magnetism, I believe, is our toroidal field, is our auric field. And that auric field has information, it has vibration, it has all of our past experiences and all of our old memories. And when we 
have a emotional experience attached to that memory, it creates a distortion in our field, right? And actually now science is able to prove that. And so when we move this energy, move the emotion, let it transform, we loosen the knot of that emotional experience with the memory. And then we can have the memory without being tied and a slave to that emotion. And so yeah. that's what the, that's what the uh, movements are doing. And so with the book, I wanted to share, it's a picture book, the hand illustrated picture book. I drew each illustration by hand and um, I wanted to show step-by-step step, each basic form has like up to 10 images. So you see every little step of where the energy is, where your body is, um, alignment cues, how the breath is so that you can even just look at it and go, okay, I inhale here, I exhale, bring it down into through the heart. And then end of exhale as I move it out through my fingertips and then I wash it away. And so yeah, I that's closed my I eyes for a second and got a full visual of that. It was very powerful. <laughs> really cool. Yes. Yes. And so it's really, it's, it's really fun to have that book because then, you know, I, I find that um, a lot of Qigong and, and um, yoga books are so much writing and that it just gets me too analytical and I just want to yeah. see something and experience Absolutely all those things in one image, you know, and have like a visceral moment by moment um, experience of it. What do you think is the reason why we're so disconnected from our bodies and how can we restart just small? Like what would be your advice for us to start just small gradual ways to, to re-recognize ourselves or to represent ourselves to ourselves? Mm, yes, yes. And, you know, and this is, um, something that's also going to be offered to your audience, the, the free class, the free movement uh, Guanjing class. But I would say, you know, one of the first things is just become aware of your breath and how you're breathing. And if you're holding your breath or if you feel the breath in the chest or in the belly, where, where is the breath animating life in the body? And how is that animation of life? And just checking in on that and noticing, oh, wow, like a lot of people, you know, we hold tension all different places. Me, it's definitely my shoulders, and my neck. So I, I tend to like tense here and realizing, okay, just relax. Like what parts of the body can be relaxed? Maybe a lot of times people furrow their eyebrows and they don't even know. That's why there, some people have those deep number 11s. And that's actually in Chinese medicine, a sign of a lot of frustration, um, anger, resentment held in the liver. And so just inviting all those parts of the body to relax, finding a rhythmic, steady tide of breath, because the breath creates the waveform expression of the body. And not just that, it also creates a waveform expression of the mind. If you, even, even with the heart, you know how we have one monitor heartbeat goes like this. Dun, 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 dun. And so we want the breath eventually. And this um, is with all the science from HeartMath Institute about having a heart brain coherence to do allowing our mind i.e the breath come into the smooth harmony with our heart and then that creates that ripple of harmony within the outer world within our field within our relationships and just expands out greater than anybody can possibly know <laughs> or even right. or even conceive you know they can only experience Right. You know, there's a there's a there's a beautiful essence to the relationship that we create in movement that goes all the way back to ancient times. And there is a lost wisdom that has not been achieved by so many on the planet because they don't access that awareness. There's there's a part of them that um, gets stuck in that very lower density energy of staying in that fear mode to create the survival mode to create the I can exist mode. And, and, and all of that is creating a limited perspective of human awareness, because if we can't be aware of ourselves, and there's no way we can be aware of everything else that requires us to be aware of it. And our planet is a planet of attention, you know, attention is the greatest commodity on our planet, right? So the more attention someone can get from you or take from you, the stronger and more powerful they feel that they are. And that's where we have like the culture of celebrities and all these different things. But as we begin to mature ourselves into what is called the simplicity of life, but from a joyful place, which is like, I don't have to have all this stuff to be happy. I have to find the things that actually connect with me authentically that make me happy. 
movement is a huge part of human beings not being able to to uh, communicate effectively, right? And so what is some of the things outside of just us learning how to bring that energy? And what is something that we can physically do that can really help us to burn out that lower density energy that's, that's communicating to us all the time and creating this kind of like stuff going on in our head to actually bringing that forth at the highest level for all of humankind? Mm, so that's a really powerful question. And thank you for asking that. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that really prohibits people from moving through their emotions, like, you know, how dogs shake when something happens and they just release it all. Yes. A lot of times humans get stuck because they're judgmental of themselves. They're like, oh, like, what will people think of me? Oh, I don't want to do this. Because even if it would feel better, like, oh, you know, there's so many times where I'm literally, I'm at the airport and I don't care. I'm in a full flow with my headphones and like, I, I am don't care who's watching, <laughs> you know, like you just have to move. I can't, I'm sitting in on a plane for hours. I want to move my body. I'm not going to just sit there and hunched over looking at my phone. And, um, and so that's the first obstacle that they have to come across in order for them to then tap into the heavy stuck emotions and how they can move it out of themselves, because it has to happen. You know, there's an accumulation, first of all, and then in order for them to finally clear that accumulation, there needs to be a maintenance mode of, of movement. And one of the most basic things that I would say that's actually in the book is called dragon's breath. And it's very simple. We take the hands, we're standing a little wider than hip width apart. We take the hands against the inner thighs, roll the flesh back, pull the spine long. We take an inhale, lengthen the spine. And as we exhale, we take this exhale as this heated fold forward and come into a forward fold, releasing the hands and the head, allowing the spine to hang and drape over the, um, the thighs. And as we're doing this, we take an inhale coming back up. We're sipping energy from the base of the spine to inflate the spine up and imagining that energy is moving up the center channel of the spine to get us upright. Right. We bring our awareness to the lower belly, to the navel center, because the navel centers are sent our center of power, right? It's where all digestion, assimilation, all that stuff is resting. And so we want to stoke the fire of the navel center. And so with the exhale, we imagine the flame like a, like a, someone throwing propane in this, in this giant fire. And we're burning that density away. And we're just letting it seep out through the mouth and let that be transformed by the fresh life force energy that surrounds you. And then once again, you sip fresh vitality back up and the exhale and it's the visualization, what we imagine we create in the world. If you think about a world without any imagination, we'd still be, we, we wouldn't have even made the wheel, you know, we'd still be yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the caveman period. So our imagination has created our reality and, and allowing ourselves to believe that our imagination isn't something crazy or like preposterous or childish. It is a really powerful vehicle for us to transform our lives. And so when we're practicing a smooth breath with intentional movement and seeing, visualizing that energy, it is like the most powerful thing we can do as humans. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is quite amazing. I just did a shamanic dance electric where I had uh, my niece compose all this music and then played it for people and helped them to get into a collective space of movement. And it was so powerful because you can see how this person was clearing energy out of their body, but this person was clearing energy out of their body by making their hands like, like nunchuck, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then another person was, I, I was saying, clear the energy out of your body was pulling this rope out of their body and dancing. Yeah. So it was an expression that each of them had that was completely different. And therefore I have no attachment to it other than seeing them happy and fulfilled and loved and nurtured and cared for right? There's this definitive awareness that people have is how far can I go in my movements? How far am I allowed to express myself before getting shut down or being told that I'm crazy or so forth? And what, what we have to realize is that the people who are shutting them down are people who are afraid or were afraid to do those things that you are doing. 
And so we have to get ourselves out of this idea of career, 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 and get into idea of service, 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 service. And what's going to happen is everything that you have been thinking or imagining is going to show up in your life because you are operating on a field of intelligence and awareness that the energy that's showing up is only there testing you. It's not doing anything else but testing you to see if you're really ready to honor that truth that you represent. Mm -hmm. What, what yeah. do you feel is the um, situation in the world that limits people from seeing that easy conclusion that everything is there when we need it? Mm, you know, it's so many different things, ancestral things, you know, stuff from their childhood, social behaviors. I mean, just look at the world today on social media and everything that like, you're never good enough, right? It's like always buy this product, always this, get this thing. Oh, you need, you always need something else outside of yourself yeah. in order to improve yourself. And even with like now more of the alternative medicine, like even with all the things with magic mushrooms and, and, you know, medical marijuana and all these things. Yes, yeah. What do you think about awesome. What do you think about that? <laughs> you know, I'm a person, I'm a purist. So I believe that all we need is ourselves um, to have that full deep integration. What I often find is people who use sort of these, they, they are, you know, they do have a time and, and place, which I believe it's when someone's so stuck in their perspective, like that they mm -hmm. can't find another way out that thing the mushrooms or whatever, it gives them a blast of a different perspective. And then that opens their mind. But what happens? But is it always opening their mind is the question. Well, it can open their And then they just close. And then they just, how many times have you seen people go through crazy, you know, ceremonies and all of this stuff. And then they just are the same exact person they were yes. afterwards, you know, it's because yes. they didn't integrate it. They didn't know how to integrate. They didn't, it takes discipline it takes self-discipline to truly change yourself. It takes effort and it takes an perseverance and- Tell me about that. What I hear what you're saying, but can you tell me what that looks like on a day-to-day -day level? On a day-to-day -day level, it's no matter how you're feeling, even if you're feeling great and you don't feel like you need movement or meditation, you continue to show up in that space because it builds spiritual energy. I have seen like profound effects of spiritual energy being brought into a space. Say you decide, okay, I always tell people, pick one space in your house, make that space your sanctuary, your movement meditation sanctuary, have you know the incense and the plants or whatever, and every day show up. There's no excuses. Every day show up, whether that's 15 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour and see the profound difference it's going to have on you physically, psychologically, emotionally, all these different things, because you kept showing up, you kept bringing your energy to opening that space. And then that spiritual energy just becomes more and more fluid. The, that channel just opens up more and more. And then you start to realize you like, I've seen people have profound experiences even outside of that space because they kept showing up and yeah it's like almost as if it's a devotional practice right here in bali you know the hindu culture three times a day offerings to the spirit offerings to the spirit and you when you land here i don't know if you've been here before but when you land here it's like the spiritual energy is just so thick in the air you're like whoa this is very potent and fertile like whatever i want to manifest it's it's already up in the air like i just have to throw that into that pot and yeah. it's going to happen, you know? Um, and so that's, it's really important to continue to show up and it's all about balance life. I mean, we are our most powerful, our most capable and our most lovable when we're in a state of balance with, between the mind, body and spirit. So not ignoring our um, spiritual side to just always be doing push-ups or sit-ups or whatever, but having a vehicle where we can not only strengthen the body, but also bring that um, that energy that of of allowing our soul to dance through the body so that we can start to become a clear channel for it and then that brings harmony within the rest of the environment in our space and so that's really important
That is very important. And I love the way you speak. I love the way you eloquent, eloquently bring information through that people can really digest and understand because there's so many people in the world who are not acknowledging that. So many people in the world who are not operating in that space and don't really connect into the transformative energies that anything has because they're so upset and angry with God. And they're so yeah. they hold these vendettas, these like these these vendettas that limit them from experiencing the beauty and joy that's all around them because they're still projecting that God's going to hurt them or destroy them or do something to them that doesn't really exist. So when yeah. you see people who are getting into everything you're doing, do you feel like these people are motivated by spirit, by God, and also um, for the highest level of your being? Most of the time, yes. And there's some some um, people who, you know, all of them actually do have an, a, um, some sort of spiritual thing they're working towards. I, I do attract those who are just like looking for that, that, that connection, that deeper connection to the soul. Um, and, you know, I think that it's really important um, for us to set an example, if we are someone who's connected, right? It's important for us to set an example by how we live our lives and how we show up for ourselves and our bodies. And you're right when you speak to like those people who are are like judgmental or 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 shaming us. I mean, I get things on my Instagram so funny all the time. This guy goes, um, you know, you're I can't believe these satanic movements are becoming normalized more than ever. <laughs> and or, or another woman who just said that, you know, be careful, women in their 20s, you should watch out. This is what happens to you if you don't get married and have children, look at this pathetic girl, you know, dancing in front of these temple spaces. And I just have to laugh because they are, their mindset is the, the dis-ease in the world. And by becoming more empowered in who we are and being unapologetically us through our movements, it just, it shines light upon all those who also wish to feel that way. When I think about it, like, you know, there was a period in my life where I was like, oh, you know, is it, do I just want attention? Is this coming from ego that I just want attention dancing in sort of the most mundane places, like waiting yeah. at the grocery store or being at the airport? And I was realizing, no, it's not from ego because I'm bringing life force energy into this stagnant duck place that needs to have a shot of like fresh vitality. And because of that, people are looking at me because they're like, oh, wow, like I could dance. I, I could move. I could decide to move like that. And there was a point where I was at the airport and I started moving, practicing this double eight figure infinity arms. And I was just, you know, wanting to open my shoulders. And a woman goes, oh my God, that looks so good. Like, what are you doing? I said, oh, do you want to practice? Let's practice together. And then I ended up having 10 people waiting in line for their luggage, practicing. And that's what it's all about. It's about spreading that joy of movement. And, and the less judgmental we are of ourselves, then other people can also be less judgmental of themselves. Well, we take the idea of what you're talking about and you're doing what you're doing. Do you know who you're removing your judgment from? Mm. Because the reason why I say this is because right, you're in movement, and movement has the ability to communicate telepathically to everything around it and above it and below it, mm -hmm. um, quantum level, right? But mm -hmm. the thing that people go into a lot of is this whole idea that they're not good enough mm -hmm. to have more, to enjoy more, to have a lavish luxury life. Right. And that's because they are stagnating that energy every time they open their mouth. So it's not just also about the body. It's also about the mind directing away the energies that are coming in from darkness and really amplifying their need for release, their need for success, their need for joy, their need for happiness and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the judgment is, you know, like I said, it really does come from within that's been created by all the dialogue maybe yes within themselves but also you know again within society and all these other factors that tell them that they're not enough like i said before with like oh you need this lipstick to get these lips so that you become more attractive or you need to have this outfit in order to look better and and the the thing that's so powerful about movement is that 
you don't need a damn thing but yourself. <laughs> and, right. you don't, and there's nothing that you need but, but yourself and your awareness. That's the, your power. Your power is your awareness, where you're directing energy through the movement to release that judgment. You know, every time, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. They, and you know, I don't care what they, what they think. There's no more judgment. It's the movement that just allows them to continuously reinforce their awareness into their empowerment of themselves. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's so beautiful to witness when people actually finally fall on the other side of that, because I do see a lot of um, members, my students who are still like, they're like, oh, I don't want to turn the camera on on the Zoom because I don't want anyone else to see me. And I said, who cares? Yeah, I go, I, go in, I go into trances when I'm interviewing people because I like to see visuals and the spirit shows me things. And then I come back with two more questions that I feel very deeply about because I don't like my questions to be, um, what's the word, shallow, mm -hmm. right? And I find it fascinating, everything you're saying, because you're right, you're 100% right. And I think the movement needs to also be the movement of education, educating people how to create that as a, as, as a, you know, facilitating that in their life every day. You know, that's one of the reasons why I love the Thai culture, because if your parents are sick in a Thai household or they're not sick, they just come home and they look tired. The kids will give their parents Thai, Thai massage to keep them better. So they all know how to nurture each other and take care of each other so that we can be these buoyant, beautiful, bright, sprightly children who are creating beautiful, loving vibes. And that's what I say, vibe. You're either a vibe or you're not a vibe, right? And to become a vibe is to be able to recognize within every fiber of your being, what makes me feel satisfied, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And so- that energy is constantly showing up. And so when you're doing these dances, it's always important to stay in that uh, space so you can invite other people into the dance who are going through similar things and you can help each other. But that, for most people, is not the first thing they think about on their waking day. They're thinking about who's sending them an Instagram message, what does the picture look like, and what's doing this, and who's doing that, da, 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 da. and it's a big distraction. So what would be some of your steps to be able to move out of that distraction and back into purpose? Mm. I would say for, in terms of just with the Guanjing, you know, the, the first thing we do is if we try to direct the mind with the mind, right, it, the mind is like a little... Uh, is it untrained dog? It's like trying to tell a dog to learn how to walk and giving it a leash and just letting them go, go wherever. So it doesn't work. It's not being like, okay, let's train our mind to focus. So what we can do is say, okay, well, let's connect with your breath and how does it move through the body? And can you now begin to use your hands and sweep them overhead as you inhale, feeling it like a wave? And so they start to have this visceral experience of like every time I inhale, when it rises up into my chest, and then my arms reach overhead and then continuing the wave of my breath as it extends out through my fingertips. And then that, as you exhale, right, painting that energy out through the fingertips, feeling the energy moving out. And so it gives the mind something to chew on and it gives, and it allows you to direct the mind without actually directing the mind, because then you're observing this visualization that you can not only breathe in, but you can move in and then you can feel in. And then of course, besides turning off the cell phone on airplane mode and having all that other stuff to the side, then it's like, oh, now I'm starting to feel, oh, this is what energy feels like. Cool. And then we go into a little more um, complex full range stuff. It's like, okay, now let's try to Stand up and let's pull the energy from the core of the earth and move it up the center channel of the spine and move it up through, let it fill into the pelvis, the heart, the throat. And then again, let's exhale the same thing, painting the energy out through the fingertips, see how that feels. And it's like, oh, and before you know it, they're in this full flow with connecting and drinking in the core of the earth's energy through the bottoms of the feet and through the center channel of the legs. And then they're now dancing with it with their arms. And now, now they're, there's another one of my favorite poses called radiant waterfall, where we are in a lunge position. We hold the energy up overhead and then we 
charge it with that sun and we let that warm water fall through the throat, through the heart, through the navel, and then wash it into this river. And then we pick up this water once again and charge it. So it's like, then before you know it, it's the class is over and they're like, oh, wow, I was in a different place. Like, that was so cool. Thank you so much for that. And, you know, I've had the people with the hardest degree of concentration be able to get to that place, which has been really, really wonderful. And, and that's how I know that this is actually working. <laughs> yeah. So the energy that you're talking about, because I'm just like, I'm, I'm going into trance when you talk a lot in this, um, in this podcast, because when you speak, I'm being moved out of my body, literally. And being, and so it's interesting how we're locking in body through movement, but do you know that your tones, your words take me into a trance? And when I was in that trance, I was going down this river and there was this waterfall and there was this woman and she was taking this, uh, some kind of thing and picking, pulling the water out and said to me, go back to the top and do it again, come back, go back to the top and do it again. And when, and, um, and it was very, it was very interesting. Right. And then I saw a bunch of women in this kind of like temple and they were wearing gold and they were taking these ribbons and dancing with these ribbons with their movements and breathing and fire and different elements and things were moving around the room. Now, when I asked spirit, why am I saying that when you're talking Spirit says that you have the ability to unlock, how do you say, uh, this doorway into that world. There's, there's like a doorway that's being unlocked. I think this is just the beginning because I'm getting strong chills in my body and very strong feelings about this. But this is a, just a beginning doorway. They said what you're doing we have this thing in shamanism, which we um, which we basically talk about in the form of we call it passages and passages means you do a movement with sound and it unlocks a doorway in the spirit world and then you can pass through it. Right. And when you are talking, I can feel that you have that power of passages in your energy field because it's very strong. And it's like the whole time, my eyes close, I'm going into this trance and I have tons of energy right now, but I keep going into these weird, uh, not say weird, but like very descriptive worlds um, that are very uh, airy and watery and mountains. And there's like people mm -hmm. drinking tea and there's like, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting, um, I say. And I, I, I think, it might be in your best interest to, to ask spirit to show you how to move to unlock love in someone, you know, or to unlock, um, uh, you know, a doorway that leads you to higher psychic abilities, a doorway that leads you to the fairy kingdom, a doorway that leads you to, you know, all of these different things. Um, I'm getting a strong feeling that's what your energy is. It's very sorceress. It's very sorcery. It's very um, illuminating, um, and that's very powerful, my love. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, and that that's actually been happening in real life. I've been going to Egypt a lot. I got invited. I never thought I would go to Egypt, and now I'm leading retreats there, and I'm being asked to go to all of these different sacred sites and to, to dance in them. And so um, when you say that, that just – it that's what I think is slowly starting to happening and so it slowly started to happen in real life and the the imagery you saw is exactly what I see when I'm leading people through these movements of being in this and you know actually Guan Jing um, Guan is my last name but it also means mountain pass and Jing it means the essence or the spirit of and so Jing in Chinese medicine there's Shen which is our soul Qi, which is life force, and Jing, which is primordial life force or essence. And so Guanjing translates to the essence or spirit of the mountain pass. And when I'm teaching Guanjing, it is about moving through life's challenges with the graciousness 
and ease of the wind and the water flowing through the most challenging, rockiest mountains. And so envisioning those, that water and the, and the breeze and the crane sweeping over. No, I see. Like, I just saw it again. My eyes closed again. I saw, <laughs> I saw a cloud on top of a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And so being that current and being able to soar through those rocky mountains and letting your emotions flow through rather than get stuck. You know, our body mm-hmm. is like, a, I think it's our body is like a river and the, the emotional blockages are the boulders or maybe the stagnant water, the murkiness, but then the energy is that flowing water. And so gently using the energy to push away and roll away those boulders so we can have a fluid stream. That's beautiful. Now, this is amazing. How can people find your book? Yes. So they are, so if um, they have Amazon, I have, it's on Amazon on Kindle, and then they can get the paperback via my website, um, guanjingmethod.com, as well as, you know, all of the people in your audience, uh, a free class. There is a link to the free class also as well on my website. And then if they wanted to um, check out any retreats or any of the trainings, um, you can visit my IG, which is either Guanjing Method or the one with soul. Amazing. It's been an amazing conversation with you, my love. Yeah, such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for your time and your presence and your, um, your spirits just messages to me. That was just really beautiful and, and unexpected. Oh, it's been unexpected that I was trancing through our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and going, how did I get on this mountain with all this water flowing off this waterfall? Where, where is this place? Well, how did I get here? <laughs> and then they're like, we're just showing you. And then I, then they bring me back and I hear everything you're saying. Even when I'm on the mountain, I hear everything you're saying. And then again, they took me away again and took me to the mountain again. It's really powerful what you're doing. And I'm really excited for the tribe to be able to get more into what you're doing and even just like learn from you and be able to progress in their lives oh, from no. them. A wise lady, a wise lady. Oh, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Tribe, I love you all so much. And if you want to stay connected, be sure to check me out on IG at Shaman Durek. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please visit shamandurek.com or contact info at shamandurek.com to learn more. And remember, tribe, no matter what, stay lit.